yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight you? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Valtrin Network. What's up, guys, and welcome to the DC vs. Marvel podcast, where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Urz, and I'm your regular DC fanboy. Once again, in the red corner, representing Marvel Comics is my boy, Ed. How you doing, bro? Oh, it's good to be a Marvel fan, dude. It just feels <laughs> so good. It feels oh, like I'm loved, being in a warm embrace. Oh, I'm great, man. <laughs> good 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 so today today we've got a lot of stuff to talk about guys uh we're gonna be talking uh some batman stuff we're gonna be nah. talking blue beetle nah. we're gonna be talking hawkeye and um I, was there something that i missed i i i, I don't know was there something Spider-Man, that I missed? man no way home oh. <laughs> yeah man and we're gonna be talking spider-man no way home uh as well so uh so review guys, yeah um, not just rumors we're actually gonna talk about the review film, yeah yeah review um we'll start off with a little non-spoilery and then kind of go more into more into spoiler territory uh and stuff like that man so yeah uh guys this um uh this obviously this uh podcast is coming uh, a little bit late but we kind of just with I, I was I texted Ed's earlier because I, I couldn't really wait to kind of to kind of till Sunday to talk about uh, to talk about uh, Spider Man No Way Home just too much too much stuff to kind of uh, oh, yeah. to kind of talk about man so yeah I've been um, I've been annoying like everybody at work man being like uh, I've seen Spider Man no I've seen like, oh my god <laughs> you got you see it so we can talk That's about it, like, why right I had to see it man well we'll talk about it when we get to the review but oh yeah, I just yeah, couldn't yeah, wait. Yeah. I just couldn't wait. Yeah, so um, before feel, we start that... I feel so sorry you... for our American audience, man. Oh, my goodness, and me. Canadian and whoever hasn't got it yet because the spoilers are just everywhere. You can't avoid it. It's just going to be ruined, and that's a different experience when you know all the surprises. That's the thing. There's one thing about spoilers if you kind of are like, yeah, I anticipate this is going to happen, and yeah. it happens. Yeah. And there's a different spoiler when you actually see it on a flipping two-inch yeah. Twitter feed or, or whatever it is. It's a, it's a very, very different scenario, man. Um, before we start going, in, going into that, did you complete your task of the week uh, to, to watch Red Yes, I remembered <laughs> to watch Red Notice. Okay. Um, Okay, so what did you what did you think about my um my my comments oh, on the on the rock? There? Totally right, <laughs> totally right. It's the same as it was in in uh, Hobbs and Shaw and every other movie where he has to like stand opposite a female. It's just nothing going on there in his eyes. It's like he just I think he in his head he imagines he's standing in front of a mirror, and he's like making yeah. making out of himself. I think that's, that's that's how his method is for romantic it's, scenes. I just kind of I find it very weird because I know like obviously the you know the rock throughout the days of of wrestling and stuff he's always talking about the rock loves poontang pie like that yeah (laughs) and he's always like saying stuff like that so and it's like it's like but when you when you actually get confronted by by a woman it's like you know it's there's there's nothing going on there and it like Um, that kid that teenager that's 
in the closet but doesn't isn't at the point where they want to admit it so they kind no, of overcompensate yeah. for the, when they're talking to the guys like hey guys what do you love about girls i love that boom dang ain't it that ain't that what it is like that's what he sounds like do you know do you know what yeah do you know i, I was i was I was I had that in my head and I was kind of like, do I say this? Do I oh, do I say man. is he oh, not is he, is he not like you know, because it's to me it's it's just very, very weird, right? You've got this guy who basically spends his entire time trying to look as look and be as masculine as possible. Every single role that he has is like, I'm the strong guy, the powerful guy, the army guy, the FBI guy, the this, the that. And every single time he tries to look like the the biggest, most muscular, most, you know, uh, most aggressive character in there, the most dominant character. Right. But part of that masculinity is the um, <laughs> is the interaction with with females. And obviously yeah. his interaction is is extremely, extremely weird. Um, it was like. Um, it's interesting because we'll obviously we'll come to it, um, you know, uh, with, with the Spider-Man review. But when you see Mary Jane and Peter Parker together, <laughs> it's sparks. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like it's kind of like I think with that film, with the, with the you know, with the Red Notice thing that um, they could have made it like so it was more of a joke. So I can't remember the film what it was. I think it was like back in the day, like Hot Shots or something like that. And basically like these, these two people, they're all over each other. And it just looks... It's people just like looking on like that's just nasty man like, you know it's like they're like literally like snogging each other's face off, and it just looks horrible because they're all just like all over each other's faces yeah. and stuff and they could have made it like that and then Re- it would have been hilarious because Reynolds would have been like yeah. what the hell that's just nasty like that yeah and you would have right. been a funny scene you're right about Reynolds he does save that film like I was worried that he was going to be too Deadpool stick but mm. he needed that because that kind of made it bearable to sit through the whole film just him just taking a piss at everybody and every situation yeah. that that film actually made me do a straw poll around all the all the different practices that i work at of um of gal gadot basically right so i my my theory i had a theory that basically if you're uh, a woman in a committed long-term relationship you will not like gal gadot and if you are a single, usually younger female, then you'll probably like Gal Gadot. And <laughs> I actually got to say that I was quite right about that in my mini kind of straw poll that is going on. And um, it, the, it, the reason is it got explained to me like by, by you know, one of the nurses there basically that the way that this is the one reason why The Rock stands out so much in this kind of thing the reason why these like married committed women don't like Gal Gadot is because the way that she looks at the blokes that she's meant to be involved with I mean she's not a great actress right but that one part where she's you know in any any film that she's at where she's looking at the at the guy who she's meant to be Mm. you know in love with or whatever the look that she gives them is like if she gave that to any other bloke it would be like yeah it's that kind of look it's that kind of look like literally like you know she's um you can see like when she goes like to you know to embrace the rock and stuff she's like goes like properly into and the look that she's giving is like yeah 
you know, I know I can get you. I know I can do this, whatever, yeah, right? I fucking just and, burn your world down if I chose. Exactly. <laughs> and then you can you compare that to the rock, and the rock's just like the rock, the rock reminds me of my the rock reminds me of my son, right? When it's like you know, if if girls come near, it's like ew, girls are icky, <laughs> get them away, ew, go away, like, you know, icky, that's nasty, like you know, uh, so that that kind of thing. Um, that's what that it was like. But I gotta say about gal, I didn't actually mind her in this acting mm-hmm. was um but i could never get over just like, i'm not about but i'm not gonna eh, guys don't worry i'm not gonna be body shaming off it but i do she's worryingly thin all the time mm-hmm. and it just it's uncomfortable for me to look at man just yeah it's just mad how yeah. some people's metabolism must be working overtime because girls had two kids and she's still skinny as hell it's mad three now Three. Oh, three! Wow, yeah. impressive. Three. So it's just, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy when it's when it's kind of like that. But I kind of, um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it would be an interesting thing to talk about last time because I was thinking I can't be the only person who's done that. It's quite funny because actually, like all of my Jeremy Renner hate has disappeared and it's kind of piled itself on the rock. Thank you. Right. I'm not alone. So, I'm not alone. <laughs> So, so yeah, so, <laughs> did, um, so when you were a kid, did, what was that crazy dog? Was it Dopey or Droopy? Droopy, Droopy Dog. Droopy Dog, yeah. The annoying dog that no matter where, uh, who was it that he was always opposite against? Was it like a wolf or a dog or something? I can't remember. I can't but remember. Whoever it was, they would get on, they would run away, they'd get onto a plane, fly across the planet, and then Droopy would just be right there on the other side of a door when they'd open it and be like can't get away that's what the movie was like no matter where Reynolds went without explanation Rock would just be right there yeah just waiting for him yeah the, the, the movie was so ridiculous I mean guys I, I'm sorry I know this is a podcast but this is just it's so funny this kind of thing the, uh, the movie was so ridiculous that the plan was to get get him and Reynolds out of this maximum security prison in yeah. Russia, where the only way out is this helicopter. Mm. And he was gambling that Ryan Reynolds wouldn't fly off on his own and that they wouldn't get killed. I mean, they nearly got killed like four or five times. They get why, shot why? <laughs> Rocket launchers getting past them. Like, yeah, it's like, why, why would that be your escape plan? It's like, oh, we planned it all along. <laughs> That is your plan. That's ridiculous. Oh. Absolutely ridiculous, man. Um, I wrote a full review on this on the, uh, uh, on the forum and, and people were just like, man, you tore this thing to shreds. I was like, I was like, look, it, I basically, I was entertained by how crap it was, right? Yes. <laughs> that was, the- that was <laughs> I was about to say, it's like one of the crappiest <laughs> films that was easy to watch. Like, it's just this bizarre thing that shouldn't coexist, but it was easy to watch it because it wasn't yeah. that long, but it, it's terrible. But I can still, it was yeah, I, it, it, it reminded it, this this film reminded me of, of the David Brent film, right? The um, Life oh, on the Road or whatever it was, oh, where when you where when you're watching it, you're just like, oh god, are they doing that? Oh man, this is so bad. This is terrible. But you just watch it because it's just like just entertaining crap, just yeah. like going on, man, going on. So. Um, so, yeah, so let's actually go into uh, uh, into now because my hate has dissipated for for this one actor uh, because I'm now, I've now piled it piled yeah, it all man. onto the rock. Um, let's get into Hawkeye there uh, first, man, because 
um, we kind of um, we uh, we reviewed one to three last time, so it's four and five now, obviously that um, that we have to review. And um, do you know what? I, I I spend a lot of time on different Marvel forums, just trying to you know just like and DC forums, obviously uh, like trying to you know see what different people are saying about different things, trying to gauge certain stuff. And man, the, the amount of hate this thing gets is like, I can't get it. Like some people are just like, oh, there's no hype for this. It's really bad. I, I saw this, I saw this one thread um, on um, on uh, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, Facebook forum, which has like, which has like, you know, um, 400,000 people on it basically right and there's so many people on this thread going oh man yeah this is this is absolutely nothing compared to some of the other stuff there and and then other people are just saying well you're an idiot and you yeah. know you don't know what you're talking about and, yeah. and i and i kind of got to be got to be the same as that because for me this thing just keeps getting better and better i don't know about you what, what do you i think about? love it it's just like i was thinking about it the other day when i was talking to um somebody i think i was talking to Solomon about it because he hasn't seen it yet I was saying that, sure, like One Division. So I've liked all of them to various degrees, the various Marvel shows. Like One Division is, and I guess Loki to a degree, they're deeper in certain their philosophical uh, approaches to what they're trying to tell and certain deepness in their characters. But Hawkeye is just fun. It's just so enjoyable just to sit and just watch this and it's entertaining. And it's like, what's wrong with that? Some people just want this big end of the universe event. That's if it doesn't have that, then it's not good. But you know, it's good just playing. You can't do that with Hawkeye. He's a bow and arrow guy. It should be a grounded, personal story for him, and it's just fun to watch. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the things with all the other ones. You have to be deep into the MCU to love that other stuff, and that's why I've I've liked it, but I've never really been like I'm. I'm uh, in love with WandaVision and Loki and Winter Soldier and stuff like that. I kind of just think, okay, I've I've liked them. They're all right for what they are, but because I'm I'm not like so much into it, it hasn't really kind of drawn me in that much. But this really has kind of drawn me in, and every single time, like I watch it, and it's just like got I've got a smile on my face. Yeah. Like it's you know that it, it's got action in it it's right, entertaining it's like you know um what's called hawkeye is literally like uh, approaches life the way that i do where it's just like yeah. oh, god not yeah. again he's oh, over it. he's over it. he wants to just he's go so, home but he can't yeah. he's just so annoyed at just like everything kind of all the time and stuff like that um i was actually watching i was watching um episode four uh we, we went down to my in-laws on the on the weekend and um and the kids basically came came in they're like what's this i was like it's hawkeye right they haven't seen episode one to three um so then i know it was only five minutes into it so i skipped it back to the start and they were like glued to the screen man they're like oh what is this oh this is so this is so cool this is such a cool has, program it has energy to it like it's forward momentum like it doesn't feel like it drags it's just always something going on and yeah I, yeah i can see why they get caught up in it i mean so this just so many so much like you know there's there's cool stuff and there's like you know um entertaining stuff there for the kids as well like my my kids haven't watched uh all the mcu films right but um Cram. when they see 
<laughs> they're not going to either. Um, <laughs> they're going to get disowned if they do that. But, but, but when they see something like him firing a PIM arrow and basically this, this arrow just becomes huge, to them, that's a magical thing. Like this crazy massive yeah. arrow just comes skewering. <laughs> to, to, to see that on screen is like, this is what is going on. This is like amazing. It's kind of, um, yeah. Strange deal, but I know he had to reclaim some of his arrows, but who cleaned that up? Because he had to get that back. <laughs> How did he fix that? The city, that, that was cost millions. That uh, city is, yeah, exactly, exactly. And and it's like, okay, um, there's one there's one guy who is part of the Avengers who they pretty much saved the world or, you know, New York or whatever. And he has all these, they know they have, he has trick arrows. So, so who else is it going to be? He's done, yeah, he's yeah. done all of that. It's, <laughs> it's obviously him. It's obviously him. Like, you know, they'll just be on his door, doorstep the next day saying, mate, what the hell is going on? You know what I mean? Um, but the, the story is getting more and more intriguing now. So obviously, you know, yeah. we were, um, we're introduced to, to, to Echo and, and, the, and the world around that there as well. Um, and, um, you know, uh, Yelena coming in there as well, which kind of brings it into the, to the, to the Black Widow stuff. Um, and then, you know, the, telling that, oh, there's a guy who's above everything and he's the one who's kind of yeah. controlling everything yeah. and stuff like that. For me, this this always like this always cracks me up because you're always going to get people who are just going to go, oh, "I'm not into this. I'm not into this. I'm not into this." And then when the when the last episode comes, which apparently is the longest out of any of the series um, program out of, out of all of you know like Loki, One Division, all that, it's the longest longest length one that there that there has been. Um, when they do, as it looks like, kind of reveal Kingpin, there's suddenly going to be hype and all these people are going to be jumping on it and say, oh, I love Hawkeye, blah, blah, despite kind of slating it for, you know, God knows how long. It, you know that, what I mean? It, this has to be the thing that brings people in finally. The fact that, you know, Kingpin's coming in and it, it, it's mad because you can't really mention that without wanting to go to what other things that we're going to be talking about mm. later but it's like yeah, i feel so sorry for the the agents of shield guys because you think out of all of the marvel <laughs> properties they might be easiest to bring in because you know they had some of the mm-hmm. film guys pop in in the early seasons yeah but they're just left out and they're like it's like being that kid that just is on the outside just watching the other kids play and just being like oh, i want to play a, that was always my my kind of Thing that why I didn't really get into Agent Shield is is that basically it's like okay fine you know you've got these characters or whatever but it's like there are many grounded characters that you could have coming into Agent Shield that is not going to completely destroy your budget and stuff like that but I never really uh, I heard Ghost Rider came in at one point but uh, yeah dude it but, got, you know it did start a pretty generic mm. um, you know it's an ABC show but it got better as it kept going i think by like season i don't know three, three or four once they really kind of got out there with it and it actually became a good show it was yeah. just a shame that it's just uh, out there there's no one gives a shit yeah it's kind of the thing is i feel like that the same way i feel about walking dead right where it's like you watch it and it's like okay now i just, I just can't watch it anymore and even if people say to me this is the best season ever of walking dead i just like oh god i can't be bothered to watch it to get yeah. to get into it it's gone it's gone now um so so yeah i mean um 
so many things to look forward to to in that i still still love in the dynamic i still love the fact that you know you got this you got this cheeky kid who's just i mean she never learns she's still going around going i'm the world's greatest you, you're you not the world's greatest archer you're making so many mistakes and stuff um teenagers I, I, <laughs> yeah and he and and the thing the thing is there was a bit that was like it was it was so kind of um well acted that i i missed a lot of the parts there and then when i saw somebody who was actually like took screenshots and was uh, describing each bit i was kind of like oh okay fine like you know this is how this played out so we you know we see the rooftop scene and we see elena's on there and uh and kate bishop and and hawkeye and um and then basically, like Kate Bishop gets thrown off the roof, right? Mm. And you kind of think, okay, Yelena's thrown her off the roof, and that must have been like trigger central, man, for Hawkeye because he's like, oh dear, like somebody's literally yeah, yeah, falling, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, he's he's he he lost, um, yeah, he lost uh, Natasha in the same way. But um, but the one thing that I didn't notice is that Yelena kind of puts this thing on her, her like yeah. literally hooks her up, and then she, I thought it's she just chucked her over basically uh which would have been crazy for like uh you know uh black widow's kind of thing to do but then um I, the one thing that i didn't I, I didn't quite get was um when kate kind of asked him like who is this um he's like you don't want to know um you know on the on the end of on the end of episode four and i'm just thinking okay so how does he know how does he know her unless natasha's told uh, natasha did natasha tell him about her or from what i got especially from five he knows who elena mm. is so natasha obviously yeah. told him that he had a sister but at that point i don't think he knew it was her i think he just thought that it's a widow he knows widows mm. and how they they combat and he just feels like because he said it at the end as well we've been someone's put a hit, hit on us from the widows so it's like, yeah oh, crap yeah yeah because he was saying like uh you know when he was talking about um natasha and stuff that literally his you know, he was sent there to kill her and stuff, and he, yeah. you know, decided not to do it and things like that. Um, five, five was great as well. I mean, it's you know, it's just sometimes you know you watch these series and they're like twelve, thirteen episodes long, and there's like three or four filler episodes, mm. right? In this, okay, fine, it's only six episodes, but that's better because there's no bloody filler in there. Yeah. It's just like straight to the point each boom, and every boom, single boom, time. Boom, boom. I saw it you come with I mean? the mum though. I, I had a feeling the mum was the one could be shared. Mm. There was that little phone call, that mystery phone mm. call thing early on where he's like, who's she talking to? There's got to be a reason why they're showing this. So Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Also, like Hawkeye's wife, I don't know if she's some special agent or something because she's kind of like you know got some got some you no, know hook up to. It just means yeah. he's terrible at his job because he really shouldn't be telling his wife all of these deals about <laughs> his job. But it looks like he's telling her everything. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like you know, this is like an Avengers and on on like a normal line, like <laughs> you know, like, like anybody can tap in the world. Just like hello, yeah, you know, this the situation. It's just hilarious, man. Um still still a great show for me you know the best a lot just because i can uh you know i could it's one of those things i can um i can watch this with the kids and it's kind of like okay i i know there's gonna be there's gonna be no dodgy scenes in it right it is literally just like it's entertaining they're not gonna be like you know swearing all the time and stuff like that and it's just like it's just and it's entertaining there as well because some of these things you watch it and it's like it's like I can't watch this because it's so it's so kiddified because now like you know the the ages have kind of moved on there a bit but with this you can watch it be entertained and the kids can watch it and be entertained there as well um 
It's just brilliant. My son's running around the house like, you know, with this, uh, my sister's, my sister, my daughter's got this, um, got this uh, Nerf uh, arrow thing. Oh. So they're going around like firing the Nerf <laughs> arrows Perfect. around. So, you know, it'd be, they, uh, they're just, it's, it's inspirational. I've been so. on the couch trying to shoot in mid Oh, I'd be doing yeah, that yeah. definitely if I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. So that's exactly what they're doing. And I've got to say, so, I love the, the scene as well where um, Elena and uh, Kate are just, when she turns up in Kate's apartment and they're just kind of just bouncing back and forth and catches. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. That that half, a lot of that, a lot of this stuff is kind of like the dialogue between, you know, between people is kind of the interesting thing that you want, Mm. because, you know, we see a lot of action, but you also want that, you know, the, the backstories and talk and all that kind of thing. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see like, okay, um she's eventually obviously going to take over the mantle and then it's going to be like she's going to skirt the line in between like um uh you know the the ten rings on what and and the widows and she's going to kind of be in the middle and i think there's going to be a lot of interaction between those three things tim rings no i'm just i'm just saying like obviously in shang chi they tease the ten rings at yeah. the end, right? And it's yeah. like, okay, um, they're they're gonna end up going on, you know, the same kind of missions that you know the dad was going on and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, and the widows there seem to be also going on assassin type missions and and taking those kind of things. She's and the then, widow, so. uh, Yelena. Yeah, didn't she just kind of yeah. leave them? She's with um, what's the face, isn't it? The other chick who's doing that little evil crew that she's yeah. put together yeah but then I, i've got a feeling they're probably going to end up reforming at some point under a different guy because the widows were under was under um uh what's his face uh, what was that guy's name oh um, yeah remember. ray uh ray winston ray, ray winston uh, yeah but the daughter, I, i'm guessing the daughter's taking it over now as the leader to some degree yeah 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 it, I, i've I, I that's my prediction but i could i could be yeah it makes sense to be honest we'll, we'll see so uh so you're looking forward to the finale right okay i don't <laughs> wait denafrio uh, back proper with I, I really hope it i really hope it is him i don't trust anybody any anymore because you know well, you like saw the as we we'll talk about as we we'll talk about on the their, phone yeah as we'll, as we'll talk about there a bit later on like you know anybody who makes a, a denial on anything can't can't be trusted uh any anymore oh, about yeah. anything uh, Denorf, uh, you know he's always like, i'd like to go back in i'd like to go back in but yeah he is he is blatantly he is blatantly back in um yeah, yeah, i hope they actually him. do <laughs> yeah i hope they that. do actually I, th- I hope they do actually do the thing when like he is actually in it in it as opposed to like what they did at the end of venom where it's like is Peter Parker kind of thing, you know, and didn't actually show, oh. like, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's like you see his hand, or you see the back of him, or you see whatever, you know, but you don't actually see him. It's like you know somebody no, else kind of thing. Just making sure you did see the picture on the phone that he had. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I, that, so I don't think I'm he would saying. turn up to do that picture and not have any dialogue in the whole thing. <laughs> that would just be <laughs> and shave his head Is for it? no reason. <laughs> It's a zoom. It's a zoom photo. Yeah, zoom photo. You know what I mean? This, I, I just, I just kind of, I just kind of look on the, um, on the, you know, on on the 
negative side there as well to kind of to start off with uh because uh because as you know if you expect to be disappointed then uh you never, you never get disappointed right so uh so yeah so uh so hawkeye is great um let's uh let's go into a couple of a couple of dc things before we go into the um main uh main review on spider-man um did you see um did you see the japanese trailer of the batman I saw thumbs for it, but I purposely just had to be like, no more. I don't really think I need any more trailers at this point. Just, just give me the film. Just give it, just give it to me, baby. Yeah, so this, this is almost the same, but it seems like there's like cut audio kind of like put together. Um, so always is at this point. You can never trust what you see in trailers now. It's always yeah. out of sequence and people's voiceovers with different scenes. I just assume yeah. that at this point. Yeah, because from this, it seems like the Riddler is speaking to Batman and calls him Bruce Wayne. And but it it it's like the audio is not smooth, kind of thing. It kind of seems yeah. like he might be saying Bruce Wayne in another scene, and they've, they've cut it in there to kind of make sure. it like uh, thingy. If um, anyone does know who he is, I'm definitely presuming Riddler's probably one of the ones that could figure it out. Yeah. Because there was that shot in the first trailer where he's at like a funeral and stuff mm. kicks off. And I'm presuming he may have started to do with that. And yeah, he, Riddler's a small one. You can figure out. Yeah, I mean, um, so, so also apparently as well, there's um, there's two final cuts that they've, that they've put through and they're doing test screenings there now off it, basically. So um, this guy, Daniel RPK, is the one who always is releasing these kind of little, um, you know, uh, kind of um, background information and stuff like that. Um, it says that there are two cuts that they're, they're screening there at the moment to see whether they keep uh, a, a fan favorite villain in it, basically. Um, a Ooh. teaser for the fan favorite villain in the end. Teaser. So, yeah, so they haven't actually revealed that this, this, um, this guy's in it, but the... Um, you know the guy in Eternals, the Irish guy who could mind control and stuff. Yeah. There's there's big rumors that he's actually in this film, uh, even though he's not actually you know in it in it, um, and that he is going to be the Joker. Um, so, so the thing is, they've got two cuts where basically like it leads into potentially a second film with the Joker in it, and then another one which is solely based on the riddler kind of thing um why, why? It's, just kidding. we don't it's, need the joker anymore there's it's it's been enough thing. we've seen so many iterations <laughs> and no one's gonna pop leisure even phoenix at this point like it's like why would you this is just too many good a-class actors are done like just stay away from it man there's, there's so many yeah. batman has so many villains why do they keep going back to the joker world i think it's just it's bankable property right just the most bankable kind of like kind of like harley quinn right the most the most bankable property that you have you know you you put something with harley quinn in it suddenly like you know people talking about it the same way same way with the joker like everybody everybody kind of goes crazy but there's two i mean if you've got if you've got all of these like you know rogues gallery of villains that are in there there are you know there are so there are so many more that could be there i would actually much rather see uh see hush 
in a in a light because yeah. I think they can make him look nuts, man. Like literally, like you know, um, uh, have him like it would be crazy, like an actual him trying to follow this, uh, you know, this killer who's like you know killing all these people, and then you find that it's you know Tommy Elliot who is his mate and stuff yeah, like that. I think it'll be they have to really crazy. establish that character though, in it before they bring him in. Yeah, out of the blue. Um, well, if, if they had to bring Joker, if they had to. Because it's a dark toned film, it's not really that far off from the joke, the Wacky Phoenix one. I would do whatever. I'd rather just get him into it and just feel like his stuff happened before Bruce mm. became Batman. And just do what you got to do, man. Kidnap his girlfriend, his family, whatever. Just get Phoenix in. I'm talking about it in real life. Just to persuade him to take the role. Just do whatever yeah. I manage it. Because <laughs> I, at least tonally, there, there's a similarity mm. there. And he can do it even though i don't really view his version of joker as the joker but i think they can mm. say that that's his early days and really make it yeah twisted. yeah and i think and that's the thing like the aesthetic is similar like yeah. you know like you're saying the tone is similar there as well and and it's recognizable rather yeah. than let's bring another joker and it's like it's like man you know you might as well just bring in every bloody you know every bloody joker uh you know and and also like the joke I, I honestly think like i i love the joker man but i honestly think the joker has been done to death like seriously like it's, it is there are there are so many crazy ass villains that are there that you know that even even if you decided oh let's go like super grounded or whatever um you know there are so many crazy ass villains that you could go for that i kind of think you know bring those guys in there instead um rather than looking at you know uh looking at uh, at at, uh you know the joke all the time even though we had scarecrow in the nolan ones a couple of times i'd be fine with him doing a different version of him and really kind of getting into that nightmare version of Scarecrow because he was just a dude with a, a bad mm. in the Nolan one so really get into the full-on out there yeah. Scarecrow that we, you see in the comics like just so many yeah and actually tur- actually turning Batman into like a full-on menace because he's got like you know he's got the fear toxin yeah. and like you know he gets framed for doing whatever because under the influence of the fear toxin he might you know do something like hurt somebody really badly or something like that um i think that would be a very interesting way to go about it i mean for me uh, f- for me i always uh and i think it'll be very difficult in this in this pattinson one because it's way too grounded but for me it would it would yeah. always be clayface i was about I, I would, to say it. he was, was so <laughs> cool man just changing clayface. Into people. Oh. i just love to see it like a david cronenberg's type body yeah. horror where it's just like he's just like you know i want to i he's like a failed actor wants to do all these roles and then like he takes this thing and it's just like his whole body melts into this like yeah. you know, it just be like it would be absolutely nuts you to kind of watch man. even in the grounded batman i think you could do it you just got to make it horrific and dark yeah even even killer croc let's make it this horrific body horror shit and then it would fit yeah yeah that's that's basically what they need to do they need to get david cronenberg on on board and then yeah. do that there's some weird ass film that i uh, saw a trailer for recently which um i can't remember what it's called but it's it's not english but it's some woman she basically goes and like bangs a car or something and then like yeah, she's uh, ti- like, titan titan right okay so i saw this trailer for this thing and i was just thinking man whoever directed this 
would would create some crazy body it, horror kind it, of they thing would of like... if you've only seen the trailer it's even madder than it looks in the trailer oh is it that okay. movie is um i kind of sat there for about five minutes thinking what did i just spend nearly two hours watching <laughs> this is nuts yeah, it yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I will watch it at some point, but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not, not in the main living room. Oh no, 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 no. So, so yeah, so um, so yeah. Uh, also, um, also, uh, I think this this news only came today, right? But I'm, I, being a cynic, I'm saying this is coming off the back of. Uh, the success of of Spider Man, um, that that Blue Beetle has now been announced as uh, as a feature film as opposed to yeah. a HBO Max uh, film, right? And um, and I got honestly think like because we, you know we we've talked for a while and you were just like mate they should just make something with a you know Latino uh, yeah. Latino American Some and just get that market, market. massive market. And that Latino version of Blue Beetle is like a teen, he is the Spider Man DC's version of Spider Man. Just like if if it's done right, like yeah, it's just a slam dunk if it's a good movie. But yeah, well, and you got an actor who's kind of out there at the moment in you know the 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 guy from Cobra Kai and stuff. So yeah, um, I I just have to be cynical and just think okay, this has come off the back of that, but. I, with me, man, any any DC properties that make it to the four, I'll you know I'll be happy to to watch. You know what I mean? Unless it's uh, you know uh, Wonder Woman three, um, oh. which is probably going to be absolutely <laughs> horrific. Um, so uh, <laughs> so thinking, yeah, I'm just thinking about the director though with Blue Beetle. That's where it's. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. What's he done? I, Is he done a lot of it? I, a, a lot of it. You kind of got to think like the director and the. Um, What's it called? The director and the and the, and the scriptwriter. It's like you know these um uh, these two guys, uh, Bilal something and um, I can't remember the other uh, the other guys that uh, are Bill or something. His name is, and they're basically like two guys um, from the Middle East. They're basically come out of nowhere and they're like they directed Bad Boys for Life and now oh, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. directing um uh directing the uh, what's called Miss Marvel. Um, and uh, and now they're directing uh, Batgirl, right? <laughs> and it's like they literally came out absolutely nowhere. Yeah. I just ended up directing like three three massive comic book properties. I'm oh, looking oh, at the Bad Boys Beetle guy, uh, Angel Manuel Soto, mm-hmm. and it's just like these no name films that no one's seen that are in a uh, guess Mexican Spanish. I don't know. Oh, okay. And, and they just okay. get this this stupid. We Why? just got to direct a crap couple of crap films, and that's it. That's all we got yeah. to do, and it will get just absolutely terrible, movie or so. terrible <laughs> films. Yeah, yeah. Just need to direct that. Um, you know, World War Two um, Street Fighter film <laughs> in the most terrible <laughs> yeah. way, and then uh, and then yeah, there's somebody will come knock on the door Ooh. and say and say yeah, please 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 could you direct Clayface for uh, for us? Um, yeah, so. So, guys, without further ado, let's get into the main event, which is uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, guys, uh, warnings. There's going to be spoilers in this. Go watch it. I, I, honestly, I don't want to spoil it for a single person, man. I would say watch it and then come back and listen to us, right? Are we going to do like three minutes of non-spoiler? 
first? No, no. no I always want to get straight into it. Okay. I can't be bothered. If you're I'll leaving you us, if you're leaving us, guys, uh, you haven't seen it yet, or you're kind of on the fence, you want to see it fresh, man. But remember, there's yeah. two post credits. Just remember that. Yeah. In the middle and yeah. right at the very end. So stick around. Yeah. And then, okay. Now you can go. There you go. And the post, the last post credit is the kind of one that we haven't seen since um, Captain America. Right, so that is that you definitely need to see that. So, uh, so if everybody's still here and everybody's come back after watching the film, um, man, what an event! <laughs> right, wow. what an event! Um, so yeah, uh, me and um, me and Silent went to go and see this on the uh, on the Wednesday, right? And um, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't want to. I want. I don't want this. Uh, this podcast to be like a therapy session or anything like that. But basically, like, um, I, I, yeah, don't get the violins out or anything like that. But basically, I haven't. I literally haven't had any time off. Like, time off work since December last year. Right. I've literally been working like every single day, even on the weekends, doing reports, all that kind of stuff. Right. And over the past like few months, I've just literally I felt burnt out. Like literally, I just felt like I don't want to do this anymore. I hate work. You know, I can't I can't be bothered. And then when when we, you know, we started getting tickets for this. Right. I was like, OK, uh, let me get tickets for this, uh, you know, um, for this thing there on opening nights. I want to see it kind of with everybody else right and um and i was meant to be going to clinic like that afternoon and i just cancelled it right and it was i i shouldn't have because i kind of look at it and think okay maybe i should have gone in and done the work whatever but i tell you what this is exactly what i what i needed like it like elevated my mood to like to the <laughs> next level man i've been riding on that for like three days now like literally just like the the, the heights of that uh of the, of the entertainment of that right and um it's kind of been i, I don't know what it um when you saw it on thursday was so it on, on thursday? thursday i was on the fence of whether to go see it opening or just not really deal with the crowds and just kind of see it in an emptier cinema Mm-hmm. But then I decided when the tickets originally went up, let me just have a look, see if I can book something. For some reason, the app wouldn't work for the cinema, Odeon, cinema chain oh. over here. Website wouldn't work for the whole, up until literally the day when I went to see it. I just couldn't get on the apps or the website. And then I think, let me go to the view. It's another chain. That website crashed on me. Like It was like the universe didn't want me to see this. So I decided to just <laughs> go to a, the closest bog standard which is a shithole, basically, cinema close to me, and just be like, screw it, man. Let's just see this with the chavs and the, the scum of the earth. <laughs> um, and it turned out to be a pretty good audience, man. It was actually happy I did that. Because <laughs> they had their reactions, the way they reacted at the, that moment, the way they should, which was great. Half of that entertainment is the, is the audience, right? Yeah. Um, and, and you know what? I have never seen such a big reaction for a white stick coming on the, on the screen. <laughs> That I have for uh, for for when for when oh, uh, Charlie yeah, 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 yeah. all you see is this white stick and the crowd went mental. Like, They're just like, whoa, like yes, come on, like it was just it was absolutely crazy. So, um, so guys, yeah, I mean, basically, this um, <laughs> this film, if you can do, if you can do, go and see it with an audience, preferably not a chavy. Chavi kind of one. If you don't want to know what a chav means, look on Google. But basically, like uh, you know, 
uh, go and see it with your mates with as many people as you possibly can do because this thing really is like a is like an event man and 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 we were the biggest event for me it just felt like on you know infinity war level of you know uh, superhero Mm. movies it it feels just the hype and just the the intensity everyone had in the cinema it's it's like endgame it's like on that level yeah for 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 me i don't know what it was when when i saw endgame but the crowd was really subdued in endgame Mm. but in infinity war the crowd was crazy when thor kind of came down right the crowd just went nuts basically right and when you know when when peter parker's dying and stuff it's just like people like no no like that it's like okay, oh i had a great end game crowds especially when a cat picks up Mjolnir mm. and just there, there are people with just cheering and clapping and even when tony kind of passes and yeah every moment was just, people were just going nuts it was great it was yeah great. They, they were very very subdued you know i know i don't know what was going on but there's literally like no reaction through the entire thing this this film the only time i've ever seen this kind of level of reaction um was probably how many years ago would it be now? I've been in 2001, 2000, uh, 2002, 2003, when Revenge of the Sith came out, right? And and it's weird because I I was I, I was uh, I was a junior doctor in um, in in uh, Plymouth, which is you know d- uh, down south somewhere, and basically like um, uh, me and one of my friends, we went to. Um, the, the midnight screening it's unfortunate you don't get midnight screenings much anymore now but basically we went to a midnight screening and there were people there and it was like it wasn't like actually like a show but people were going up at the front they were all like dressed up as jedi like people were fighting with lightsabers like in front of the screen what, and stuff. this audience this audience yeah, during the film up. No, not during the oh, film. Oh, I was going like, to say. Before the film started. Yeah. <laughs> because security would have, like, followed. So they're going and they're fighting and stuff. Everybody was into it. And literally, like, when it when it came on, like, the, you know, the oohs and the ahs and, the and you know, when, when Darth Vader's getting, like, you know, immolated and stuff, like, the reactions were, was crazy. I'd never, ever seen anything like that there before. And then when I saw this... This obviously was uh, was kind of on another level, man. Um, we had, yeah. Well, it's got to be said, like, no matter how big a reaction, whatever film I've watched with crazy audience reaction, none have gotten any bigger than a, a Bollywood film that I saw once. <laughs> People were literally dancing in the aisles. Like, I've never oh seen anything like it. With hands Dave. in it. It was, it, was, it was literally like a party, a rave inside of it. It was just Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah i mean in this um it, w- it was highly entertaining um there I, there was a there was a couple that were sitting we were like in one aisle and then there was the the, the steps going down they were sitting like just over there and the um the the wife was she was like sobbing like it was loud like she was literally crying her <laughs> eyes out right there were there were bits in that film when i was watching it and i was like okay uh you know i i you know i was cheering when when we saw andrew garfield turning up or when we saw toby Maguire and all that kind of stuff i i was cheering there it. as well jumping to oh, it. yeah 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 uh, but but um there were parts in there where i was like I can actually feel like I was getting so involved in this. I've got a lump in my throat like, when I'm actually like watching it. Right. And the first, you know, 
um, we see basically in this, uh, you know, yeah, in this film, like, you know, Spider-Man is basically seen as like, um, as like a villain type character. And, and I know, um, I know they kind of glossed over that a little bit because it, it was a bit bizarre. Like there's meant to be this like massive attack in, in London. There's no like MI6 or anything that turns up to talk to him. It's, <laughs> it's like the department of, of damage control or something yeah. like that. And it's like, mate, you know, if you're putting cameos in, bloody James Bond should have turned up. <laughs> That's true. That is true, isn't it? It was all in London, like so. It should have been. How the hell did Charlie Cox get him off? Because it should yeah. have been. He should be getting deported. The whole thing should have taken yeah. place over there. He should. He should have been deported over to. The, oh yeah, you, you or know, extradited. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we don't have an extradition treaty with the US. It's the other way around, right? So they can take they can, they can oh, take that's... British citizens over there, bullshit. but we're not allowed to take that American citizens bullshit. over here. What but is seriously? It's, it's such true. a pussy government, man. They got to check. <laughs> there was this there was this woman like uh, a few years back. She's basically like um, she's her husband was like a, a, a CIA operative on the American airbase, and there was a kid who was basically walking home. This nineteen year old kid. And she drove off the base. She's driving on the wrong side of the road because you Americans yeah, drive on the yeah. wrong side, right? And she knocked this kid over and killed him and then drove straight to the airport, flew over to America. And, and then it's like, no, nah, no. Nah. And basically now it's like, you know, you do know you killed a kid, kind of like, you know, you get to face justice or that. Nah. So, so that's the kind of thing. So there's no way we could have extradited them, but it would have been, it would have been entertaining to kind of see like, okay, um, MI6, you know, uh, you know, they could have just said like, you know, M- MI6 yeah. want to talk to you yeah. or whatever, it's because got, then oh, bloody would do, you know what I mean? Or, or Scotland level, Yard yeah. at least. Yeah. Scotland yeah, yeah, Yard yeah. at least, because the, the man destroyed Tower Bridge, you know? Can you imagine like, can you imagine Tower yeah. Bridge get destroyed? And then it's, it's like, you know, uh, and, he, and it's like, oh, he's a menace in America. Like, the American wouldn't give a stuff, man, if Tower Bridge got destroyed, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, that was, that was, the, that was a bit of a weird thing but then but then we we go into a thing there where um basically he um as a result of that which also was a little bit weird I, you know i'm just i'm being a bit picky now because this film was go so good i'm trying to i'm even, trying to kind of get a little even i gotta admit maybe it was my headspace having to go to like a shitty cinema but it took me a minute to warm up to it for the first 15 minutes i was just kind of sitting there with my arms crossed like, so I, I wasn't really in it in it it just took a little bit and then suddenly it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah, I mean, there was a little, there's some silly bits, right? Because it's kind of like, okay, I'm looking at this in the context from Hawkeye and it's like Hawkeye and the Avengers save New York, right? So everybody knows who Spider-Man is. Everybody knows what Spider-Man did to, you know, in Endgame, right? What, because the kids saw him and stuff, what right? What have you done for me lately? That's what it always comes down to. It doesn't matter yeah, what you've done. It's like, true. what's your most recent thing? That's true. So, you know, they know that, but then it's like, oh yeah, you're the menace. It's like, mate, they saved the city. They saved the world. You know what I mean? Um, but then suddenly it's like, you know, um, they don't like him. Some people like him. Some people don't. Um, and I thought that was quite well done, uh, the way that they yeah, did that. Yeah, the way that they um, showed the footage that was edited. So you just, because everyone loved Mysterio because no one knew that he was the bad guy, innit? So mm. they thought he was this beloved guy. And then they had that audio or like kill them all or whatever with the, the drones. Yeah, it's perfectly, yeah. yeah you can kind of see how some people could be swayed out of it. There could be this split like there is in the world right now with, you know, yeah. the West between people that and- are on this side and not. 
And Jay Jonas Jameson has gone full Alex Jones in this, right? He's gone full <laughs> on Alex oh, Jones. He's God. even got this similar kind of studio and everything yeah. set up. It's just like hilarious. So, um, so yeah, so basically these, um, all these guys are getting into, uh, they're trying to get into MIT. Mm-hmm. And the thing is for me, unfortunately that did spoil it a little bit because as if you're a spider-man fan or you read spider-man comics you know that peter parker never went to mit anyway he never was going to go to mit he went to nyu right uh with harry osborne and you know felicia hardy and stuff like that so um so basically like when there's this whole kind of thing about are they going to get into mit are they not um they kind of got rejected from going to mit because um we have mj and ned they all get rejected because of their association with peter parker um but then um, Peter kind of gets um, basically goes and speaks to Doctor Strange to try and get everybody to kind of forget Peter Parker. Yeah. And this is the bit that we see in the trailer. Um, so so that everybody's kind of thing... life's a misery, even his aunt. Like, they're just getting hounded, helicopters outside the windows. Like, yeah, everyone's life's a misery. So, yeah, he has to kind of feels like he has to wipe the slate clean. Yeah. And this is the, this is the thing. Like he he basically goes there. So. Uh, so we were talking about before about the uh, about the no uh, no way home trailer, and we're kind of like oh, I kind of hope that it's not just him messing up a spell, but it was really him messing up a spell for Doctor Strange, yeah. which kind of uh, which kind of changed everything around. Um, Doctor Strange for me in this was a bit of a weird one. Uh, some some parts I was like okay. Uh, I think he's quite cool, like the way he's doing stuff and things like that. And other times it's kind of like, um, I'm just thinking this guy is really like naive and just behaving like in, <laughs> in a bizarre way kind of thing. For me, um, with Stranger, I always, it's his ego. That's his biggest, like Achilles heel was his ego. They established that in his own film. And mm. I think that's kind of what leads him to do this. Like he kind of knows common sense. He shouldn't be doing this, but his ego is like, well, can I do this? Can I pull this off? Let me try. Mm. I'm just curious. Let me try. I'm good enough. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what I go to. So the spell that he creates basically is for everybody to forget Peter Parker, but the spell goes wrong. And in effect, what he does is he creates cracks in the multiverse. And what happens is everybody who kind of knows who who Peter Parker is gets pulled into this universe before he can contain the spell. So some of the people get done that. And, and, And what it seems like is the villains from kind of the previous films just before they died. So I kind of got the thing that... Was it just before they died that they kind of found out that Peter Parker was Spider-Man? That's kind of what it seemed like. Like, literally, like, you know, um, so why Green Goblin is still alive, that's why he got pulled through because, you know. I don't think Sandman ever knew. Well, that's the thing, because he was kind of, you know, um, I've got to watch that again because I can't even remember because he seemed really, obviously, friendly with Spider-Man. Yeah. But it was kind of like... He must have known who Peter Parker was, but then the question was, when did he? When did he know that? Yeah, I don't. Um, it, I, it's been a while since I've seen that one. Maybe I need to watch it again. But I don't think he even cared who Peter Parker was. It mm. wasn't. He had no association with him in any way. So, it was, I don't know. So they. So 
so interestingly, what well, I'll Must come be. to this Must almost be. right right at the end because there's a, there's a bit of the end there which is kind of um, kind of associated with this. But they all get pulled into like New York um, around the same time where um, Dot Strange basically says to Peter, "Why don't you go and speak to the admin- admissions?" person um who's on the way to the airport or something uh instead of doing he made me do this and he didn't even (laughs) ask um and then what happens is is that all of these villains end up turning up on this on this bridge right so we end up getting um uh we sorry we end up getting dr octopus and, and green goblin he ends up fighting them um and you know um the admissions officer is kind of like well okay i'm gonna give give you guys a chance because you're a hero um and then later on they try and go and find the other ones so he ends up trying to find electro and sandman um and so um surreal. even though i saw him in the trailers it's still so surreal to see these other villains just yeah hanging yeah. out with tom holland this is this weird what did you think about all the villains it's kind of like when, when i when i saw electro the only thing that i thought was like literally the day before ash had sent me this thing about um about wesley snipes in blade three that you know he um basically he refused to open his eyes so they basically cgi'd eyes on him when he was, when he was you know have you heard that story huh. so so apparently uh, there's there's this whole thread on it at twitter it's absolutely insane uh, apparently wesley sipes was so uncooperative in blade trinity mm-hmm. in the third one that there were certain things that he wouldn't do so one of them he basically sat there and didn't say anything for like the entire thing so you know there's a bit when triple h is like interrogating him stuff and he's just like sitting there like this that's not actually part of the script is because he refused to speak or anything like that there's a bit when he's lying on this like table where it's like uh supposedly dead and he's he's meant to be lying there and his eyes are meant to be open right because that's what happens when you're dead your eyes are open right but he wouldn't open his eyes so they had to CGI eyes onto wow. open eyes onto him. So, so when I saw Jamie Fox and I saw Jamie Fox as Jamie Fox, I'm just thinking to myself, this dude was just like, okay, I'll come and do Spider Man, but I'm gonna be Jamie Fox. I'm not gonna be this this bald headed, you know, guy. Who's like Lee. Possibly, he was just he also, was exactly Jamie Fox. You know what I mean? I also think everyone knew that. Electro, the way he played it in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was just terrible. Every aspect of it was just bad. So Mm. I think everyone knew that we had to change it. So I like the fact that they kind of addressed it a little bit. Like when he first appears, he does look how he looked in um, Amazing Mm. Spider-Man because it was like this this glowing Mm. thing. But then it kind of changes because they kind of explain it like the universe and it just adjusted him slightly, which... Yeah, I'm okay with that. Like I was, I'm, I was actually okay with that. I thought he might yeah. annoy me, but no, it worked. It worked for me. The the funniest thing was Lizard because Lizard was just, just this, just I don't know, just a creature. Yeah. He had nothing to him, yeah, like yeah, no personality, yeah, yeah. no nothing. They, he was like, I mean, Lizard was actually like a you know legit like scientist professor yeah. you know they turned, uh, they turned him into this like you know uh, like basically just a lizard. Yeah. Um, so, so Dot Strange basically tasks Peter to go around and like, you know, trap uh, all of these kind of, you know, uh, villains so that he can like send them back. But as we know from the trailer, if he sends them back, they're all going to get killed. So he decides that he's going to try and find a way to, uh, to kind of like save them basically and not send them back. So he uses the old Stark technology to try and 
you know, you create skipping over the moment that Doctor Strange was going to send them back with the box, and then Peter oh, yeah, steals yeah. the box, and you get this crazy chase. Oh scene. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. So it's a crazy. I mean, that's obviously it's part of that in the trailer, but it's interesting because he gets knocked out of his body, right? And there's a bit, obviously, we don't see in the trailer where he can still move his body. And Doctor Strange, like, how can you do that? I don't think so he what, was. I think because he was because he wasn't consciously thinking about doing it. I think it's purely the spider instinct in it of just instinctually of moving around. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, it's like the spider sense kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I was it. thinking, because he was, was thinking, just is there something about, else there? He was just talking about doing other shit. Like, oh, this is cool, and but his body's just doing its own things. It's, yeah, it's pure yeah. instinct. Yeah, because it's like you know you shouldn't be able to do that and stuff. Um, and yeah, the, we end up with this like big kind of um, uh, battle in the mirror universe with uh, with Strange and uh, and and uh, Peter Parker. And the the one the one thing that I really like about that is that um, you know one of the criticisms of the Tom Holland Spider Man is that he is what they call Iron Boy and kind of like all his stuff is given by by Tony Stark, Ooh, right? That's that's something I was um, save to the very end. But okay, go for it, go for it. But but in this in this kind of thing, um, he kind of realizes that there's a mathematical formula to the mirrorverse, and he uses that against Doctor Strange in order to kind of trap. you know um, to to trap him. So he traps him, and he takes this box where the spell is is in there, so that he can't activate it. Um, and then he takes all the villains back, uh, you know, to uh, to Happy's. Uh, Happy Hogan's uh, uh, hangout kind of thing, and um, and basically uses the start technology to try and make kind of like anti serums and all this stuff to kind of cure them. But Electro is not really up for it because he's not he's not like a geek anymore, and he kind of wants to have this power. Um, but Doctor Rock is up for it. Um, Lizard has no real opinion. He's got to do what he's got to do, right? Well, Doctor Rock uh, isn't up to it because he's still being trapped by the uh nanotech oh, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. arms yeah i like um, the way that he like connected like a bluetooth device when the, the yeah. nanobots were in the arms <laughs> yeah that's that was joe so um but the one who's really not up for it is and and sandman just wants to go home to his to his yeah, kid right yeah. um and the one who's really not up for it is uh is green goblin we kind of find that um that basically um you know he's hiding the fact that green goblin's still there well, the split personality takes over in it because there's the, yeah. the good side and the bad, and the bad side. Yeah, rears his head. So we end up with this fight between Spider-Man and Green Goblin, and this thing was jokes, man. I was just like, I was just thinking, nice. we need, um, we need a a commentary from from Jr. and uh, what's it called? He gave him the spine buster, and he gave him a body slam, it's and then it's a, it's a power from... bomb. He picked him up and gave him a power bomb yeah, as well, right? Through I was the like... floor, they're going through different floors as they're going down. We have to actually say that all of this stuff, trying to save all these villains, comes because of um, Aunt May kind of persuading yeah. them that people deserve to be saved everyone deserves yeah. a second chance and then he gets into yeah. his naive head that he can fix everyone Mm-mm-mm. yeah so pretty much all of these villains end up escaping but then green goblin is like basically keeps fighting keeps fighting at spider-man and um what happens is is that kind of like in um the way that he green goblin himself got killed in in spider-man one um aunt may ends up getting killed by getting hit by the glider basically yeah, and um i like the um, way it was in the media i like the way that she mm, kind of seemed 
okay, but it was like it just took a second to kind of the injury, yeah. just to, the internal yeah. bleed and all of that. She just collapses like that's when people started first getting choked up in the cinema. Yeah. Yeah, I, I when I saw that because this is the thing. Like Tom Holland showed some range there, man. I, I've yeah. you know I've I've always kind of thought, okay, uh, this guy, you know, when you know, is he going to show like his pure like acting chops and stuff? And he showed some range, man. When Aunt May was kind of there, and it's like, man, this guy's acting his heart out now. You know what I mean? And it's just like it's just like literally like the grief and the rage yeah. and the everything and just he like needed to have this as well because he didn't have the uncle ben moment that the other spider-man's mm. had so he kind of needed her to take that place of that yeah. lot, uncle ben lost that he was in a way indirectly responsible for like it was great yeah, yeah. so so not in so many words but aunt may before that kind of tells him like you know you've with great power comes great responsibility, but I just kind of <laughs> put it around reaction. a little bit, right? That yeah. reaction as well. People were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah, yeah. It's the same, it's exactly the, exactly the same in, in ours there as well. So what ends up happening is that obviously then um, uh, we end up getting now Tom Holland, just, he's just going off on his own kind of thing um, because he's just like, I've just done something like you know horrendous and i just uh, you know i just have to go kill green goblin and i don't want to be part of this kind of thing anymore um, first but that's when it flips over to a uh, may and ed or ned ed ned 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 and mary j um yeah. and that's yes we kind of skipped over that ned got hold of the bloody sling ring but he did there was yeah. a little there was a little thing where he did say that my auntie thinks that we're magic in our we have magic in our family. So I guess that explains yeah. why he can activate the sling ring. Why he can actually activate it. Because yeah, he he basically he he gets hold of the sling ring and he, he finds that he can like open a portal because he's um he's just like doing this. Oh, I need to find Pete, Pete Parker. Peter <laughs> and like this this thing starts appearing and it's like, what the hell is going you know, what's going on there? Um but then he ends up opening a portal. And then you see like the back of a Spider-Man. And then when he turned around, I knew straight away because I was like, the lenses, yeah, man. The, the lenses so are different, yeah. right? And then when he walked in, right? When he walked in, people are like, yeah. And he's super tall. Yeah. It people took a like, second. He... It took a second in my cinema. I don't think people really kind of connected the, the fact that he was so people, tall. But the moment he people... pulled off that mask. People connected straight away as soon as they saw his uh, his outfit, basically, mm-hmm. and just you know. And then there's a few funny moments, obviously, with Garfield and stuff. Garfield, for me, man, he 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 looked like somebody who's like, I am loving the shit yeah. out of acting in this film. He's always he, wanted this, like he always said during his run as Spider-Man during his promotional stuff that he would love to get to play with the rest of the Marvel. But yeah, so I'm so, so happy for him now that he got to do this. So that's the thing. So you know, like I went into the um, I went into WikiLeaks to go and, to go and look at Spider Man stuff because I was kind of like, okay, let me see what uh, half these Sony emails kind of say. So uh, you know what happened to Garfield? This is this is the thing. Um, basically, when Marvel and um, Marvel and Sony were kind of like, okay, let's bring the rights back to Marvel. Let's bring you know Spider Man into your universe and blah blah. Um, Sony said that. Garfield is going to be your Spider-Man. We want Garfield to be your Spider-Man, right? And um, and then um, Marvel were like, okay, fine, he can he could be our Spider-Man, but he needs to come for screen test, right? So he was, yeah, um, and they're like, okay, fine, but uh, we're not going to let you make any Spider-Man films unless 
you have, you know, Andrew Garfield there in it. So um, Andrew Garfield gets invited to, you know, to, to Marvel to go and to go and meet with the execs and stuff. Um, but he was ill, right? So he didn't turn up. And they basically thought of it as a slight against them. And they're like, we're not having this guy wow. uh, coming and be. So basically, he w- he could have been it in if he wasn't ill at the in- time, um, which what is kind of crazy. Once? Uh, what was out? Um, was it still phase one at that point? Or was it? Yeah, his, his ones were coming around, you know, uh, 2011, 2012, right? 10 years ago. Yeah. So, you know, his ones were coming just as phase two was coming in. So um, yeah, around Guardians time, probably around Guardians time that he would have been, he would have been there. So yeah, uh, that that was that was a thing. I, there's so many other mad stuff that I found in there, like uh, like um, they um, Sony can use Kingpin, right? But they can only use Kingpin in association with Daredevil, right? Okay, and they can only use Daredevil. Sony, on, yeah, Sony, Sony, yeah, and Sony can. Uh, no, they don't. Know. That's that's the thing. That's the crazy thing. Sony are not allowed to use Kingpin unless it's in association with Daredevil. Of course, then they had to go and ask um, ask uh, Marvel to use Daredevil. However, um, there's a list of like you know, there's like 900 characters that they can use and stuff mm. like that. Daredevil is one of the 900 characters, and it's not an exclusive character to Marvel, right? It is a character that basically Sony can use. However. They can, they can only um, they can only use it um, up until the points um, up until Fox decide. Uh, so obviously these are old emails, right? Up until Fox decide whether they're going to reuse the character or not, there or not. So if if Fox at the time decided we want to use Daredevil, right? Because uh, I thought I thought Daredevil was always with Marvel, but on this it's saying uh, yeah, Fox it Studios, right? So uh, if Fox decided we're going to make a Daredevil film then that would mean that Fox would be using uh, Daredevil and then Sony cannot use Daredevil, which, which means they can't use Pink Kingpin either. So Kingpin is kind of associated with that kind of thing. So that means they had to it's, get him cleared to put him in, in um, Spider-Verse then? Yeah. Well, I don't know about the animated, but this is what it says in live action. Yeah. There's also loads of stipulations as to what uh, Peter Parker has to be. Like it says, he has to be white. He has to be heterosexual. He's he can't he can't abuse drugs. Um, I, he, it's it's so funny. It's like okay, let me just see. Um, yeah, he can't abuse drugs. Uh, he can't sell drugs. <laughs> He's not allowed to sell drugs. And this is the joke. Sony Pictures Entertainment must consult with either two created creative executives designated by Marvel, currently Kevin Feige and Tom Cohen, regarding the following items. Um, with Sony Pictures Entertainment decision being final. They have to uh, consult with them on the top five cast members, the individual producers, director, director of photography, production designer, composer, editor, costume designer, uh, principal visual effects, uh, designer for costume of Spider-Man, designer of the principal villain um, costumes. Uh, Marvel creative um, executives do not have access to sets or creative meetings unless invited by Sony Pictures Entertainment. How the fuck did Sony make any films with all of these stipulations? That is insane. It's mad because you kind of, it's crazy because we've always been asking like how, 
um, you know, how much control do Marvel have? How much control do you think you have? And it's kind of like they, they're saying to them, you can make the film, but you, we get, uh, you know, we get last kind of talk on who the director is, who the character, who the actors are, who the, who the visual this effects is, guys are, all this, this kind of stuff. This is weird, though, because we know that Disney, and even before it was Disney, just Marvel, they always wanted to get Spidey back. And for Sony to keep hold of these rights, they have to keep on making films before the rights lapse. You would have thought that Marvel could just put the brakes on everything and say, no, we're not, this isn't acceptable, and that they could just pull, hold everything up in order to, to get for the rights to get to lapse and then for them to get it back. But yeah. I guess there's more technicalities there that I guess they can't yeah. do that. It's weird. So there's, there's another thing there as well. Sony Pictures are not allowed to make any animated Spider-Man features that are less than 44 minutes. Wow. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like mental. Like some lawyers have spent probably, they're probably charged like hundreds of thousand dollars mm. to write this thing up. It's mad. If, you, if you're ever completely bored, have a, have a look through <laughs> it. Some of the characters are, some of the characters are hilarious, man. There's like, um, there's like um, Spider Thor, right? <laughs> Spider Thor, who they have to ask. is <laughs> like joint owned by, by both. By both people. Like, when are they ever going to bring Spider Thor in there? But somebody was like, you know, you got to write in there. They've also stipulated um that it can only be the suit can only be red and blue or um or gray and red or um black and red but it has to be specific black <laughs> right so <laughs> it's it's crazy so I, I love it but anyway let's go back to the thing so um so yeah so we end up seeing andrew garfield kind of coming in and then obviously like ned and 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 um uh, and mj are kind of like we need I to love that i love the interaction where he has to yeah. prove that he's spidey and he just sticks to the ceiling and he has to clear the cobweb because the auntie asked him to. Yeah. Like, he's there. The, he's, uh, he's like, here you go. Yeah, I'm Spider-Man. He's hanging off the ceiling, right? <laughs> they're like, they're like, no, no, you have to do something else. And he's Pull like, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging off the <laughs> ceiling. He's like, this is enough. You know what I mean? So, uh, so just funny. And the, and obviously the, you know, the, the, was it grandma or was it mum? It's like a it's like a typical Asian grandma kind of thing. I think it was grandma, wasn't it? Or was yeah. it mom? I don't know. Well, it might have been, been me, his auntie. Who is just like, uh, you know, who's just like saying, can you do this? Can you do that? Because it's like, you know, you know, when you have kids in the house and then like an adult male comes in, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, my toilet's not working. Yeah. This is not right. Do you mind fixing this? Yeah. Do you mind doing this? Do you mind? Yeah. Oh, you know, this, this, uh, this, uh, um, this lamp. Do you mind changing the bulb yeah. on that? You know, and stuff like that. Basically, it, it reminded me so much of when I go and see like older, <laughs> older family members and they're like, can you do this, this and this? But anyway, um, so uh, so then obviously they try and open another portal and I was just like the the, the, the thing is I was literally I was there beaming ear to ear like yeah. smiling because I knew no one's coming right yeah. um, so they open another portal and then and then Maguire walks through the gosh that, that just yeah. it, it actually warmed my heart because it kind of showed that even with all the spoilers out there there was still it didn't even even matter because people were still having that sort of magic reaction where it was just like oh, mm. yeah <laughs> yeah well this great. is this is a thing and everyone was like yeah <laughs> it's like right so then he walks through it, and then there's this interesting kind of dialogue between garfield and, uh, and mcguire and he's like he's like why are you dressed like a youth pastor that was hilarious <laughs> man <laughs> i've i've got to say though even with everything that with all the rumors we hear and yeah ruined screenshots from the sets from people leaking stuff 
I was actually surprised how much it touched me seeing the two mm. of them in this film. It just kind of met, I don't know, it just felt like this magical moment that you just never expect to see. It was just like, wow, even yeah. I'm just like, so happy, so happy. <laughs> I thought it's I, I I thought it's like super cool, man. When they so basically they just they they then obviously like uh, MJ and Ned kind of speak to him and and um, speak to the Spider Man and they decide they're all going to go together to go and find um, you know uh, Holland. Tom Holland Spider Man and basically um, talk to him you know to kind of say look we're the older guys we've been through this already. Um, so they go there, they tell him, tell him about their Uncle Ben in their universe, yeah. which is the Aunt May's taking on the role. That was really nice. It's kind of emotional and stuff like that. Yeah. The look on, on, you know, when he's like, um, Garfield's like, you know, I lost somebody. And he goes, you don't know how it feels. And the look on his face is like, shit, man, he knows, he knows how yeah. it feels. Like he was, it was, it was emotional. Like he, he's like looking like he's about to cry, man. Like literally, like he has not got over that. For some all. reason, yeah, for some reason it didn't immediately go to Gwen for me. I just thought he was going to talk about, you know, his uncle Ben. But when he mentioned mm. Gwen, it was like, oh yeah, because he literally. Because he couldn't. Just, yeah, watched her die in front of him. Yeah, because he almost saved her, but it was just slightly too late. You know what I mean? So, so then they obviously decide that like they're gonna go and try and you know try and get you know save the villains in effect. But they've got obviously got to fight them there at the same time. Um, you know so, what I love you know, as a little side note, I love that they immediately got on with each other. I don't know because you think in some other franchises they would all kind of just be pissed at each other fighting each other and we'd it'd just be an excuse to have spider-man versus spider-man fight but yeah. i just like the fact that it was kind of got on that like buddies like they're kind of different aspects of the same person i, I like this i like the three things there as well there's one guy who's been, just been doing it for ages yeah. like literally he's been doing it he's probably seen everything like literally he's talking about like everything that he's seen then you've got the middle guy who's been doing it for a while right and he's not quite jaded or anything yet you know he's kind of like uh he's seen a few things there and then you've got the young guy who's who seems to have just been thrown in at the deep end right um now one of the one of the best parts in this film which i which i thought was um they all basically go um and they go to to a science lab and you get a really cool Peter Parker yeah. science stuff, yeah. which is which is pure Spider-Man. Um, and then after that, they go to uh, the Empire, uh, uh, no, no, the Empire State, the Statue of Liberty, the Statue of Liberty. And they're basically Statue of Liberty have scaffolding on it because it seems like they're putting the Captain America shield, shield on it, yeah. uh, which we'll talk about there at the end, because that is very symbolic. I kind of thought uh, what happened to that. Um, and the banter between these three guys on there was just brilliant was, like literally uh, like talking about like the oh well, you know uh, did this villains are uh, aliens and then went to space and they were like you went to space <laughs> yeah yeah i like the fact that they kind of indirectly address that garfield is the spider-man that kind of always gets mm. shit on and doesn't never really got to really have his fun yeah and he kind of embodies that where he's like oh i feel i'm so i suck i never got to do anything I was like, yeah yeah because he's like i want to fight an alien i want to fight an alien and he's a guy like, in a rhino just... suit <laughs> That was brilliant, man. That was brilliant. And and then he's like, oh, I'm Spider-Man number three. Yeah, I'm Spider-Man number three, right? And he's like, no, you're amazing, man. You're amazing. You're you're amazing. I thought that was brilliant. And and you know, the the thing, there's so many memes like throughout this, 
you know that have come from like the Raimi verse and stuff. One of the ones of of him messing his back up. I can't remember was, yeah. whether it was one or two. Um, and he's like, "Oh my back!" Like Toby McGuire, yeah, yeah. he's kind of like falls off this building, and like his back has yeah, been well, mashed that was, up. That was a big thing in it that he nearly never did number two. That was when they nearly replaced him with uh, Gyllenhaal because he messed up his back during the training yeah. for that. And and that's the thing, like in the in the film, like it's like you know when he when he's messed up his back, and then Garfield kind of just like basically cracks. like <laughs> cracks his back and realigns it. It's oh, awesome. Um, Dude, it just... a, we missed that the 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 Spider Man pointing moment, which I'm a little oh. bummed that it wasn't in. They weren't all in their costumes, just like the meme. Yeah. But I'll take it anyway. When they're in the costumes, like Peter, and they're like, oh, what me me. What, him, him, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, I, I, you know, that all of that banter kind of stuff was just great, man. Especially like, because you know, like, it's pure comic book when, uh, you know, yeah. he's putting on a lab coat and stuff like that. And it's like Garfield is doing it and stuff. Um, and then obviously, then we get the big, uh, you know, the, the big kind of fight at the end where they're trying to. Uh, you know, trying to uh, like go and fight against the, the different villains. And the thing that I loved so much about this is that obviously they're trying to fight individually first they're not used mm. to kind of fighting as a team um and then they decide to fight as a team and there's a little bit of funny banter when he's like Tom Holland's like yeah I was, I was I, look guys yeah I know how to fight as a team I was in the Avengers now like, whoa that's so cool what are the Avengers because <laughs> 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 they have no Avengers on there on the thing and he's like us uh... mightiest heroes like you know um so yeah is um so basically, they're all kind of fighting now as a team. They end up fighting against these, uh, you know, the different villains and stuff. Um, really, I love the battle, man. The way it's choreographed, everything. Yeah, um, but then we kind of find that, that despite all of their action, they decide to take out one at a time that the lizard kind of like gets free. And then basically there's a there's a portal there where uh, MJ and Ned are kind of watching the events that yeah. are going on. Um, and the lizard kind of goes through the portal no, go on, and, it forces, and it forces them to go into where the Statue yeah. of Liberty is. Um, and then it's kind of like, you know what's coming next because you've seen it in the trailer and it's like, yeah. you know, MJ's going to get knocked off a building and stuff. And, and MJ gets knocked off a building. And, and Tom's reaching for her, but then the glider comes, takes him off and he thinks, oh, this is the moment. <laughs> this is it. Goff and he goes... It. Yeah, Garfield sees it, gets her, catches her, and he's like crying, and he's like, "Are you all right?" Yeah. Like that. And that was when the person next to us was like, <laughs> like sobbing her eyes out, Shift man. Perfect. It was like it was absolutely perfectly done, man. Um, and then they end up. The thing that I really, I really liked, right? Okay, and I rarely say this in the, see this in the MCU, which is why I flipping love this film so much basically tom holland just loses it against the green goblin because yeah. he's like rage and grief and he is gonna kill this guy he's can you imagine right can you remember in civil war winter soldier punches like this and he grabs it and he just holds it he's like, oh you got a metal arm this is a full-on punch from the winter soldier yeah mm. imagine how much power spider-man has and he's punching you in the face like again and again and again like the full and he's going full force there as well and he picks up the glider because he's basically about to he's about to kill um 
Green Goblin. They end up before that, they end up putting the serum on the on the lizard. And it actually is Risa Farns. I didn't know Risa Farns was gonna turn up in this, but mm. actually it was, you know, on the lizard, yeah. on the Sandman. The Sandman, I don't know if they de-aged him, but it was like exactly the same dude from like yeah. you know, from the thing. That was amazing. Um, they they're actually able to bring everyone back with that exception. That was yeah. And we get Doc Ock coming because he's he basically blindsides Electro and then you know he's takes the, the one we should be most um, impressed with the fact that he still looks exactly the same because from the oh, oldest because yeah. even Garfield not Garfield um Maguire is visibly aged not you know to the point yeah. that he doesn't fit in his suit but the foe was old when the other ones were made. So the fact that he's still here and he did a lot of the physical fights as well. He said it was yeah. part of his agreement to come in that he wanted to get yeah. in the action. And he, he just did he, use a step, did he, did he see that villain panel with uh, with all three of them? Oh, no, so basically, the, it was, it's hilarious, man. Defoe's like, yeah, we were asked to kind of come in and um, and basically they were like, oh, there's a, there's a scene um, where we've got to go and basically fight against Tom Holland. So he went, fought against Tom Holland, started beating him, punching him so many times. Um, and then and then afterwards, then we decided to like run the cameras and like put our, put our suits <laughs> on his stuff. Right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just uh, just hilarious. They all just like have this have this banter with each other. So um, you had Tom Holland. He's basically he's about to like kill the Green Goblin, right? And um, Tobey Maguire stops him, which is like everything comes full circle in this. So, you know, you have Andrew Maguire, uh, Andrew, uh, uh, you know, uh, Andrew Garfield saving uh, MJ. You have, um, you know, so he's he's kind of redeemed himself. Um, you know that Green Goblin got killed with his glider in Spider-Man 1 and Tobey Maguire kind of stops uh, Tom Holland killing uh, uh, the Green Goblin with his, uh, with the glider. Um, but in doing that, Green Goblin kind of like you know uh, stabs him basically, and um, and then you know Andrew Garfield throws the anti serum and you know ends up ends up. Did you think for a back. second that they were actually gonna kill off Maguire? Then, I did. I yeah, I did actually. I, thought, I, I did. Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, because. I was thinking, man, if they kill off Maguire, that's going to be kind of crazy. Um, but obviously, like, the thing is, is that, you know, he had to kind of have his Uncle Ben moment, and that was with Aunt May there anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so so then Doctor Strange kind of closes off, uh, you know, he ends up closing off all of the, uh, you know, uh, all the multiverse and stuff. And there's some crazy stuff in there. Like, did you see the outline of Scorpion? And black cat. I and, was trying uh, to. I, did, I knew that there were going to be little Easter eggs, but the fact thing is, there were so many, and my eye yeah. was bouncing around so many at once. I wasn't able to just pinpoint on one and just focus. But I knew that they had to have been peeps. So you saw scorpion. The scorpion. I saw scorpion and black cat were standing next to each other, and the uh, reason why I knew was because um, scorpion was green. Yeah. So you could kind of, and you kind of like you see the tail coming off and stuff. Yeah. And the other one was the. Um, uh, was a black cat, but it was like white outline. Mm. But you could see like the fluffy thing around the, you know, yeah. around the neck and stuff like that. But I didn't see any other. I guess somebody's probably gone in there and said, "There's this Has person, that person, yeah. Craven, blah blah," you know, all that kind of. Apparently, Craven was in it there as well, but I didn't see. So, um, so then we end up closing closing that there as well. And then um, the the prob- the problem is if Dot Strange closes all the multiverses. Um, the only way of doing it is to get the original spell back where everybody forgets Peter Parker. So he does it. He, he ends up closing it. It's kind of like a sad moment because 
he knows that you know Ned and MJ are gonna forget him. Yeah. Um, and it's very emotional, kind of, you know, that whole that whole kind of thing there. Um, uh, and um, and then uh MJ's like, look, you know, you um she tells him that she loves him and he's gonna kind of say it back, but she's like, No, you find me and you tell me, right? Um, but later on he does go and find her and and he finds Ned but then he sees that basically the injury that she got as part of the uh as as part of the battle realizes that they're always going to be in danger just Mm. by the association the fact that they're happy like their lives are actually better like they're even even in a job she's not as miserable in this version than she was when she knew him and Ned seems to be stable and looking all right so it's like yeah hey, it's basically like he knows he knows that he he's gonna cause them you yeah. know pain and she does say this very interesting thing she goes it doesn't hurt anymore and when he says that when she says that he knows that oh i am actually gonna um you know i'm actually causing problems so uh so i'm just plugging, plugging my laptop because he's about to die um but yeah so so basically like um we uh we kind of then um forward on um, a bit more kind of in the future and then there's stuff that happens in this where I'm looking at and I'm like okay we're getting into some real Spider-Man shit now yeah. he's got his sewing I love uh, this so, you know you suit. Thing out. this is what I loved especially because this is another aspect that I thought yes yes they got to reboot Spider-Man without rebooting Spider-Man yeah it was a yeah. start again they got rid of all the stuff that I didn't like about this Spider-Man. And I've loved the films, all of them coming up. But the whole association with Iron Man and the super techie suits, that I didn't like. It was too too much with all the gadgets and all of that. I liked Spider-Man to be a more grounded character. So they got rid of all of that. He's just got a regular suit that he has to make himself. That looks very classic in his design. Yeah. Zin is a part of Loved it. And he's broke and he's by himself. And yep. now J. Jonah Jameson doesn't know Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Yeah. So now he can start taking photos yep. and all that kind of exactly. stuff. You know, it's it's like it's pure Spidey. And that for any Spider-Man fan, um, you know, is gonna it's it, you know, just kind of brings it brings it full yeah. circle, right? And they've left it left room for a new love interest without really betraying yeah. the old one, you know. So yeah. I reckon it's gotta be Black Cat. I'm gonna go. I'm leading. It's gotta be yeah, Felicia. It's gotta be because it has to be Uh, someone who's in the life because he saw the damage he did to MJ. mm. So he doesn't want to probably won't want to get involved with regular chicks. So with her being yeah, yeah. I mean, the question is whether he gets into NYU because obviously there's no Osborns in this universe, right? So he's not gonna have any association with Harry Osborn yet. But yeah, I guess maybe he meets no. But then didn't he say there was didn't um, Norman Osborn say his son doesn't exist? And oh, you know, okay. so so that then like sense. so then there'll be no Harry Osborn in the in the thing, and that means there's no. Um, I, I guess the only people that he would meet is potentially Gwen Stacy, Felicia Hardy yeah. at NYU, right? Um, so. So yeah, so that brings all the all the Spider-Man stuff full circle. So then then we go into the mid-credit kind of scene, which I was speaking to Silent about, and I was like, this seems a bit like a waste to me. And also that I can't see how it works because all of the spider villains got pulled into New York and the surrounding areas, right? Yeah, but 
he's not apart a from him. Yeah, he's not. No, a uh, so everybody who knows who Peter Parker is, yeah, we're drawn to got him. pulled, are drawn to him, got pulled in and around New York, right? Mm. Apart from him, who's in a bar in Mexico somewhere, yeah, just a random place he kind of bled through, but uh, we never really established uh, whether. Venom had an idea of all of this, whether he was aware to a degree of what was going on. Yeah. yeah because different... it kind of just, yeah. Because oh, it kind of just seems he knows who Peter Parker is. Yeah. I, well, he knows who Spider Man is, right? And um, and then the thing is, like, he knows, um, he knows kind of what, uh, you know, um, they, uh, they have like a bit of banter and stuff where Eddie Brock's kind of like finding out a few things that happen in this universe. There are loads of superheroes and all of that. He's like, what? Oh, it's a purple guy who collects stones. Aliens don't collect (laughs) stones. What's the matter with you? It's 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 so funny. But yeah, then, um, so then you, so then you get all of that. And then basically, obviously, uh, Venom kind of gets taken back to his own universe, um, which is interesting because then I'm thinking in Venom, Three, that means that Venom, they're over because there's going to be no Eddie Brock then, because Eddie Brock's in this other universe now. But this a bit of the symbiote gets left there. Yeah, well, it, may, it right. makes me feel like it's bittersweet because yeah, that means Venom Three is just going to be back to the status mm. quo. He's just there on his own. But then yeah. you've got this. Yeah, you got a piece of the symbiote. But then what? You're going to have two Venoms then, his own solo film, and then this other version of it, which gets a bit. Oh, is that? Do you want that? It's Unless the whole, the whole uh, emphasis of Venom Three is the fact that he needs to find to get back. that bit of the symbiote that you know has disappeared. Find a way to cross over. That yeah. Could be, so that could be it. That could yeah. Be interesting. And so it also kind of like. Go on, go on, go on. You no, so he's kind of like a bit of my body's disappeared. Yeah, like, kind of thing, like he needs to find out where it is. Yeah, but he's been constantly losing piece, pieces himself anyway. That's, that's true. How that is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, but it does. But then I was think, feeling optimistic in that this does open the door for a proper venom mm. with that piece that was left. You know, a proper villainous, just tearing people apart, vicious venom. Yeah, to a degree. Can, can we just say the best thing that didn't happen in this movie? Is Morbius didn't turn up? Yes, <laughs> and this makes Morbius make even less sense because isn't yes, there a exactly. Spider-Man picture on the wall in that trailer? Exactly. Doesn't this? Doesn't okay. So one of the whole things in the MCU is that you get an advert at the end, and for the next thing that you're meant to be excited for. So the next Sony Pictures film is Morbius, right? Yeah. Yet you've put no Morbius anything in this film yeah what the hell is wrong with you right now honestly i i i didn't want morbius to be in it because i kind of thought okay it's going to take some of the shine off these other guys and stuff yeah. and we've never seen morbius there before or whatever but at the same time i kind of think to myself you've now created zero hype for this other film nobody want, nobody's going to want to see that you know what i mean like nobody gives a stuff about no that part, wants no part of that he wants nothing to do with that film <laughs> it makes no damn sense it might be one of those clauses where they're like, they, these are our five principal characters, whatever. Yeah. And that's the one thing they're like, yeah, <laughs> get that out of there. Maybe, maybe because um, too much vampire confusion, I don't know, Blade, Morbius. I, yeah, I don't that know. Too, that um, that as well. Want, so, Did you want Venom to turn up in that final battle? Just that the very end with no explanation, just as the final cavalry to fight um, like a lizard or something? 
what I would have liked is is instead of that uh, uh, mid credit scene, I would have preferred in the mid credit scene actually for Morbius to be in it. I honestly would have, but what I would have, uh, what I would have liked is my kind of ideal thing, and you can you can cast this down or whatever. Would have been Ned opening the portal, and Venom standing there. And yeah. He's like, what the hell? What the hell? Close it! Close it! Yeah, close it! Close that it! That would have been a good one. And then he quickly closes it. You know, he quickly closes it, and then they're like scared to open another one. But when right. they open the second right. one, right? He just bit somebody's head, and he just turns and looks at looks down the pool. And like, close it! Close it! Close it! Close it! That would have been, yeah. Oh. That would have been jokes, man. And then, and then Morbius takes on the that role of Venom in that other scene when he's in a bar and all yeah. that kind of stuff. That would have made more sense because then you build a bit more hype for Morbius, which has no hype there anyway. Uh, but but then then we actually, you know, this is the thing that makes me laugh. Half the cinema disappeared after that one, yeah. But it's like, mate. Yeah, quite a lot of people stuck around in my one. Quite a lot of people just stick around. Few, there was a few that run out, but yeah. yeah. So then, so then we get we get see a Dot Strange trailer, uh, like a full on Doctor Strange trailer at the end of this, which is kind of crazy, man. Like literally, like a you know a a whole trailer. How Um, much of this footage is going to be in a film, considering they've got these massive reshoots apparently happening? Yeah, I, I'm just um, so this is this is Sam Raimi doing this, right? Yeah, Sam yeah. Raimi's doing this. Now, I what I'm just wondering is, was it too dark or was there too much? You know, I think I, I don't know. No, no um, reason for me to think this. This is just me just throwing it out there. I think they're adjusting the dynamic of because what we saw in this trailer, we not only got Wonder in there, but they also introduced um. Oh, what's America? It? Was it America Chavez in this? Yeah, as well? yeah. We saw a little glimpses of her, but the other villain. Oh, quote, the unquote, other Doctor Strange. Um, what's yeah. he called? Supreme Strange or something? Oh my God! I'm going to piss me off that I forgot. Who he is. But the fact <laughs> from what if they brought they've connected what if yeah. now to this? We got to yeah. see that corrupted Strange. This is yeah. like what the? Fuck? I, not, I was not yeah. expecting that. Now yeah, I'm because thinking, when you see him, it's like. Whoa! There is actually an evil strange in this. Yeah, the, you know that they did in the animated, which which gives us hope for headless Ant Man to turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ultimate hero, truly. Yeah, you but know what I mean. I love it. I love to see what how they're gonna if they bring all of those sort of things that he did in What If into this. But what I think the dynamic could change because I'm thinking they're bringing Wanda probably to help him fix mm. the this this the multiverse issue. That he has to deal with and i'm guessing she probably sees because we they've already established that she's like the big villain yeah so I'm, I'm guessing that she sees what's happening and feels like this is my chance to get vision back in a different universe it's, that kind mm. of leads to her going mad again and, yeah. and i think even though they're setting out to make it look like i'm going to call him dark strange i know that's not what he's called mm. he's supreme strange or something but i'm going to guess that he's actually teaming up with the dark strange because they look kind of friendly in that scene they didn't they weren't mm. fighting or nothing I'm guessing he has to team up with him in order to stop her against the bigger evil, yeah, yeah. against the against the bigger bad kind of thing. Yeah, that's what um, I think it is. It's interesting because that, from what I saw from Spider-Man, it kind of seems like people talking like, "Oh, this is this is Phase Four, like Spider-Man." I'm kind of thinking the way they ended Spider-Man actually pulled it away from the MCU. 
Like obviously there was a lot of MCU stuff that was there, but then it seems like now he's on his own. There's no Avengers. He's just yeah. like your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Whereas with Strange, it looks like I'm what, I, what I'm kind of thinking is um, they're making Strange the big guy to go forwards. If you know what I mean, kind of like you know we we now have this void that you know you had Tony and Cap who are in, mm. and now they need they need this kind of like uh, enigma to kind of be you know to to be the main thing. And I'm kind of wondering where they're thinking, okay, who's going to who's gonna take that role? Is it going to be Captain Marvel? Is it going to be Doctor Strange? Whatever. And the way that this is made, it kind of makes me think that, oh, Doctor Strange is the one it's, that is, it's is the, you know, the powerful yeah, guy. But he always seems like he kind of prefers to do his own thing. I like that they established in this that he's no longer the Sorcerer Supreme mm. and it's the, uh, the other dude. Because yeah. the fact that Strange was blipped, isn't it? So five years, someone else had to take over that role, and he it stayed with him. He, he didn't automatically yeah. go back to Strange. So I kind of like that. Yeah, so yeah. A, so Wong's Wong. character, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is the thing, man. Um, I I can kind of see Strange going forward, but it'll be interesting to know kind of like who's. Yeah, who is going to be taking over? I can't see Captain Marvel doing it. Um, so yeah. you know, uh, t- t- to me, it's got it's got to be that. It's got to be that. But um, know, you know, I I, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, uh, what was your what's your rating for Spider-Man? Oh man, it's so difficult because part of me just pure enjoyment wants to give it a five, but because I was in this mad headspace at the beginning, mm. I had to kind of build up. But I'm just gonna. Just give it four and a half. I think that's a good, yeah. solid. That's what joy. I would say there as well. Sheer joy. And it also, it's this movie, just this movie alone has made the MCU, what, five movies bigger? Because you have to add in the other Spider-Mans now because they all feel connected mm. to the MCU now. And now you've got the Marvel stuff, actually. The Netflix, yeah, has to kind of be part of this now. So it's just instantly yeah. this bigger play. This, there's more toys to play with now, and I love that. Yeah, I had to give it. A, I had to say four and a half there as well because I kind of think there's a different situation if you were young when those first Spider-Man yeah. films came out than if you because because like my kids are like, oh, you went to see Spider-Man, we want to see Spider-Man. I said you've got to see all the old Spider-Man films first, otherwise it's not going to make sense, right? Yeah. And they're like, I think if they were what what Spider-Man one and two and then Amazing Spider-Man, uh, yeah, Spider-Man they haven't one, two, even three, seen then... one and two yet. I mean the, the Garfield ones. I mean the Holland ones. Um, no, no, they haven't seen the Holland, Holland what the ones. Hell? What are you doing? This is not. This is hatred for Marvels. Is wrong. No, it's not hatred. This but they've seen Shang Chi, man. They saw Shang Chi. No. Come on, you know they saw Shang Chi. That's it. That's oh, it. it to that's them, stuff. man. This is their memories. Are they going to cherish? Uh, they got they got years to watch that kind of stuff. My daughter's still into Don't... Frozen and stuff, you know what I mean? So it's just oh. it's just like, probably gonna show way. them Shazam before you get to show them. This is not right. Oh, they've seen Shazam, yeah. See, seen I Shazam. knew it. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. <My> days. <laughs> yeah, oh. so uh <laughs> so anyways, guys, uh let us know your thoughts on um Spider-Man Far From Home. There was a couple of other bits of, no way of news. No, sorry, no way home. There was a couple of other bits of news, but um, but we could talk about it next time because they're they're like so insignificant. And I kind of uh, need me and Ed to watch uh, Kingsman to make this news kind of a bit, you know, more, um, uh, you know, more kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
know it a little bit more because Matthew Vaughan is saying has got a plan for Wolverine and says he wants to direct Wolverine. But then people are saying uh, in the in the comments on this article, like, have you seen? <laughs> Have you seen the new Kingsman film? Because this guy is, is never going to get to direct the film. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing mixed things about Kingsman. So, I mean, some bad things, but some people saying that they yeah. love it. And so I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. So we, so we'll try and see that. And then and we've got Matrix then, as well, the same. Matrix as well next week there as well. So yeah, man, that will be going. We'll, are we going to talk about it? You might as well. There was a comment. Yeah, there is. There has been the whole. I've got. I've got Matrix graphic novels. So yeah, we could talk about that. That's perfectly. Yeah, right. That is perfectly fine. Um. So yeah. So we'll be talking about that there as well, guys. If you have any comments and things, I know you guys asked us a couple of uh, questions. One of them being, which uh, I'll tell Ed's now, so he can think about it for next time. If you could uh, watch one comic book property again for the first time. Uh, what would you watch and why? What's the reason there for it? So it can be a trilogy or a or single thing or or you know whatever whatever you want to take. I so don't um, even need to think about it. I know it, it disgusts me just to admit it, that it's not a Marvel property, but it's got to be the, <laughs> it's got to be the Nolan things, isn't it? it? Has to be. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that uh in the in the next or we'll answer that properly for you guys there next time uh until then guys you can email us on dcbsmarvelpod at gmail.com um and uh, let us know what you think also go to the facebook page the most active um which is dcvs uh, marvel podcast um and also uh if you want to catch ed's talking about um the uh some other films and stuff like that there as All well movies tv news and you know, another Spider-Man review because I've got to do it on that show as well. Talking about the movies. Go mm. and a look-see on all podcasting platforms. And the you video guys version talk- of this and of that on Vulture Network YouTube. You guys talking about Expanse again because it started started yep. up again? Or? Yep, yep. Okay, yep. cool. Cool, guys. Check that out, definitely. Um, and until then, guys, uh, we'll see you again next time. We'll be talking about Matrix next time, I guess, right? <laughs> so, yeah. All right, then, guys. See you later. Hey, guys. <laughs>